Okay, hi everybody. Welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. Um, today we actually have a special guest. It's Nicole. Hello. And of course we have Pastor Tom back. Hey. So today I guess we're going to be talking about uncertainty, which relates so much so this year where, you know, 2020 has brought a lot of uncertainty to not just little pockets of the earth, but the whole globe essentially with the whole pandemic, with changes in certain political stances and stuff but in regards to kingdom pastor tom how does uncertainty play or pan out and how important or not important does it is it well you know when every question that people pose to me i generally go back to genesis uh that's the start of it all and uh you know in genesis you see uh, we've talked we talk a lot about it uh, about adam and how he fell and he took from the tree uh the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil uh, when he was uh, forbidden to do so by god and actually god gave him access to everything except for the one tree and he took of it and he ate of it and ever since then um you have this um you know how like i'll just give you an example like you have this uh anxiety like you know you, you don't know when you're going to make the next mistake i think a lot of people feel like like that right now mm. um with the covid and everything that's going on um you feel like that you don't know if you if if your mask is good enough or you know and sometimes you you bring two or three i've seen people wear two masks at a time <laughs> um you know that that to me is very you know like huge anxiety mm. uh just uh, and then you know i i catch myself spraying my hands a lot with you know there's uh, alcohol 70% alcohol <laughs> And you do all that, right? So where did that all come from, right? The question is, where did that all come from? It came from Genesis when Adam fell, Adam and Eve. And and so what happens now is you got uh, somebody who is totally freaked out about uh, making mistakes, you know, making the mistakes. Like, you know, another example is that, say, you know, say a long time ago, uh, maybe a whole bunch of uh, people were running around right after Adam. I don't know. I'm just guessing, right? And there's probably wild animals chasing them and maybe some bears or something. And then maybe ate one of their friends, right? <laughs> because, yeah, you know, that happens, you know. Yeah. Uh, it happens in, even in the Bible, Elisha and, and the children. Mm. And so you, you get this idea that uh, after the fall, uh, before the fall, Adam heard from God and was communicating with God and had, you know, really intimate relationship with God. So after the fall, he was doing things on his own. God is still there. God would just call out to him, like even God called out to his children when they made mistakes. But it wasn't that constant um, uh, talk that they had. And mm. it's, not, it's not that God's not talking. It's just that Adam stopped listening. Well, and yeah, so that's, he, that's yeah, he, he got really freaked out and he got really anxious about the whole thing. Like his whole world crumbled when he ate from that fruit, right? Yeah. yeah. So now he's like worried about mistakes. And just going back to the example of that few guys that, you know, one of their friends got in, eaten up by a Bye. bear. <laughs> so the next time they go out, I'm sure they're like, okay, is there a bear? Is there a bear around us? You know, like they're always anxious about that. And, and that's sort of, uh, type of behavior or approach to, to things have become what we have adopted 
in our lives, in our culture, is just you know just being anxious about everything. Mm. And so maybe you know they figure well if I'm anxious, uh, 99% of the time I'll be safe, right? If I'm not anxious, if they figure if I'm not anxious, I let my guard down. Mm-hmm. Maybe that one percent of the time, I might be eaten by the bear. Mm. So I'll take that ninety-nine percent anxiousness over the one percent of just letting my guard down. Wow! And so yeah, so Adam was a hundred percent letting his guard down when he was with God, but after he took from the fruit, he was like a hundred percent guard up, <laughs> anxious, right? Yeah. You know, just figuring out which bear is going to come pouncing at him. So that has become. Um, what we see today through all the difficulties, through all the crisis we see on earth, you know? And I feel that's one of the reasons why. So, like, just reverting back, it's kind of like the fight-or-flight response, essentially. Yeah. But you're constantly in that, in just one response where you're, like, you're just waiting for something to happen. Essentially, Murphy's Law, which I find lately, especially this year, you know, I find that what I've seen on social media and just around me, like anything that can go wrong will go wrong essentially. Mm. And that's Mm. kind of the mentality a lot of people have, Mm. but as believers, how does kingdom impact that uncertainty? Like Mm. how would kingdom invade that? Or how, how do we navigate in kingdom principles to be certain in, in things that aren't certain to us right now? Right. Um, The last little while, you know, Gracefield TV that we, we've been posting on on the YouTube. Uh, I've been talking about uh, you know how Jesus came and introduced the kingdom of heaven. Mm. That was his main mission: is to to tell us to repent, change our thinking, and he introduced the kingdom of heaven. So the kingdom of heaven is a real kingdom, and a real kingdom there is a king, and the king is the source. He's the one that provides, cares for you has all your interest in his heart. And when Adam had that relationship with God, God's the king, he was to raise up Adam as the king to have dominion over everything, even dominion over the bears that we talk about, right? To all the creatures. But when he lost that, when he fell, um, he lost that dominion. Hmm. And over time, you know, his children, grandchildren, all the way down, they forget that they have that dominion. So what does dominion mean? That power and authority. Mm. Power and authority. So if you have a real kingdom, the kingdom of God, then the kingdom of God has a domain. Like a kingdom has territory, right? So the territory that God wanted to share his kingdom to Adam was or is still earth. And so when they they lost the Adam and Eve, when they lost that uh, dominion, um, they went into anxiety. They mm. just didn't know that they were supposed to govern and reign over and have subdue, like the Bible says, subdue the, uh, the creatures and they didn't know anymore, right? So in, like, to your question, um, you know, how do we apply that? Now we need to, you know, in, in, in a kingdom, the king's word is final. It's absolute. And so every decree that the king makes becomes law, becomes uh, a rule, uh, and also the principle how you live by. And so when uh, you know the, the disconnect happened in in Eden, um, you know he didn't have that guy anymore. 
Mm. You know? So today, praise the Lord, he's given us the Bible. And the mm-hmm. Bible is actually, shall I call it, the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you know, every country, every kingdom, you have a constitution, which means that everything that the 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 government or the king stands for is there in the constitution. So you can actually check the constitution as a citizen of that place to see what rights and privileges you have. And so if you don't know the constitution uh, or you refuse to read it, mm. then you really don't know what rights or privileges you have. True. Mm. Okay? So if in the constitution, like in the Bible, it says we are to co-reign, co-rule with Jesus and you've never read it, so you'll be afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. You'll be totally be afraid of everything that comes your way, right? Yeah. You feel out of control all the time. And that's why we see a lot of parents are always over anxious. And like the 99% you know, time that like they have to be anxious mm. to prevent the bear from getting to their kids. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, just speaking, right? Yeah. So it's the same like, you know, you see a lot of parents when they raise their kids. They say, you better not do that. Or else, you know, this, 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 this. Yeah. It's like, wait, the whole world's going to end just because you're going to take the cookie out of the jar? <laughs> like, there's, there's something wrong with that teaching, right? Yeah. So there's, there's excessive, uh, you know, like excessive uh, anxiety, mm. you know. Uh, and I feel a lot of people will say that that, that comes from fear. Yeah. But I tell you what. I feel and I believe that it comes from uncertainties. Mm. You know, uncertainty is one of the root cause for anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you can see so much going on right now with the COVID-19. Uh, yeah. And now they're talking about, you know, people are talking, oh, you know, it's mutated in the minks. And, uh, and then I heard and I read recently they, in Denmark, they called like 17 million minks. Because wow. they're afraid that the virus will go in there, mutate, and then jump back onto human. And then now the anxiety of, oh, maybe my vaccine won't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very real in, in their hearts. Yeah. And so that is the over-anxiousness, right? You find. And that comes from, I feel very strongly from uncertainties. Yeah. More so uncertainty than fear. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll get into talking about fear later, yeah. but I just thought I'd share that with you. That's true. Yeah. But like kind of going back a bit, some people would say it's okay to have a bit of anxiety. What would you say to say about that? Where it would kind of keep you on the edge just enough to keep your, like what we said, your attention span kind of aware. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, the Bible talks about that too, right? And talk about how you should not be anxious. Mm-hmm. And I, let me just look up the verse here. Mm. I think it's the... In Philippians. Yes, in Philippians. Yeah. So you have that, you might yeah. want to read that. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition... With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Yeah. So, you see, when you read that, that is your constitution. Mm. Okay? So, your constitution is saying, 
do not be anxious. So anxiousness exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, he's not saying don't be fooled. There's no anxiousness. True. He says, do not be anxious, right, yeah. about anything. So that feeling will always be there. But don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, the Bible says, the beauty of it all is this: your constitution actually gives you the way out. Mm. Right? It's yeah. like, okay, I'm anxious. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You know, like what? What do I do? Yeah. Well, you need to read your constitution mm. because your decree from your King of Kings, your God, our Heavenly Father, yeah. tells you this: do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, in every situation, by prayer. And petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, mm. and the peace of God, right? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is so amazing. Um, so there's things that you are to do. Okay, these are principles. You are to pray. You are to petition. And you have to give thanks. Yes. Instead of being anxious, you're actually taking action. Mm. Real action that actually will get real results. Yeah. Right. And what you're doing is you're going to your king, and you're saying these are my requests, and he will give you the peace. Mm. You see that it's connected. So when you do those three things, you pray, you petition, and you give thanks. You will receive the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. That means you, you can never understand it in the physical. Like you got bears coming at you, crocodiles. <laughs> you got COVID. You got all these yeah, things coming at you. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you feel so peaceful. And I give you an example. Like a, a few days ago, I had the privilege of praying over uh, our brother Herman in uh, in in Indonesia, and. Several weeks ago, he had come down with a lump on his uh, neck. You know, all of a sudden he had a lump, and he went to several specialists. And well, the specialist is what the world has yeah. and the best that the world can provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, your specialist, and they all told him that he has uh, some kind of a tumor, and they sent him for all kinds of tests, MRI, and blood tests and uh, all kinds of tests and they couldn't have a good conclusion of what this thing is so then all of a sudden two nights ago I had this unction from the Holy Spirit to call him and pray over him so I called him and he was glad to hear my voice and he thought that oh I call him so that he can update me on his uh, <laughs> medical checkups he was he was talking like that and I said no 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 we're gonna pray remember Prayer, petition, and thanksgiving. So those three things I did, right? I didn't do anything other than what God has told me to do. The constitution. Yes, those are my rights. Yeah, those are my rights. Those are your rights as Christians. Did you know that? If you didn't know your rights, then how can you pray effectively? Wow. You go to your God, yeah. your King, and you don't even know the constitution. Constitution. And you're saying and blabbering all kinds of. That's why Jesus says, "Pray, don't pray like the Pharisees yeah. do, just repeating over and over words. and over." God's not deaf, by the way. He just wants you to follow the Constitution. Mm. He wants you to know your rights and your privileges. 
So when you come to him, so what I did was coming back to that story, I prayed, right, to the father with him, and I petitioned the swelling, right, mm-hmm. to go down, and commanded it with thanksgiving. And when I did that, the Lord is so good. He showed me what was the problem, right? How many know the that, root. that <laughs> the root of the problem was something spiritual? Mm. And it was it looked kind of like a squirrel. It's not really a squirrel in the spirit yeah. realm. It looked like a squirrel curl up in his neck. And then as mm. as as God showed me that, and as I was praying, Herman said this. He says, "I feel so peaceful." Okay, you see that? Wow, come on. You see you see how it works, right? He says, "When you do the prayer, the petition, and the thanksgiving, present it." Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And God is good. God is 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 is. He's not a liar. He doesn't lie. Yeah. Okay. So what he did was, he 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 um he just covered Herman with his peace when we were praying, and and as I was seeing that creature getting burned, uh, by the fire of the Lord, yeah. right. The fire of the Lord is actually the Holy Spirit, mm. and as he was getting burned, he liquefied. Okay, this is all in the vision. Wow! He liquefied, and then it was like I was joking with Herman. I said, "I'm seeing him liquefied, and he looks like a uni <laughs> from sushi. It's his kind of yellowish orange, and then he's oozing out of you. Wow! Right? He's getting. And then as I was saying that, he felt a tingling sensation in his neck, and he started touching it, and he says, "Pass stop." This is nuts. It's gone. Wow. Wow. The whole entire lump lump or whatever tumor he had yeah. was gone. And he was like screaming. <laughs> and so I think I would be too yeah. if I was there. And he says this and then he was still rationalizing. He was going like, Okay, you know when I was joining you praying over people, people get healed. I was happy and joyful. But now I don't even know how to feel. Like yeah. it's happening to me, he goes. It's so crazy, right? So all what I did was I aligned myself and I claim. That's why you say in the Bible, you claim. Mm-hmm. You claim your rights and privileges from the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, which is the Bible. And when you do that, you come in alignment with what the king has said and decreed as rule, law, and principle. Mm. Okay? Of things, of how... Heaven can invade the earth. Now we're on a spiritual, supernatural show here. Heaven invades earth when you live as a king in the kingdom. Mm. Right? You declare what the king of kings have declared into the realm on earth and you shift atmosphere and that place now becomes the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is just between us on the phone and yet, he experienced the kingdom of heaven. And we declared that, actually. We declared that. We said, the kingdom of heaven is here. Mm. The, we started our prayer by saying this, the kingdom of heaven is here. And when we de- declared that, and then we declare and decree what the king of kings have said for us to pray, uh, we claim our rights and privileges. So essentially, and, you're like an ambassador of heaven at that time, mm, really standing for, mm. I guess, Brother Herman. But it goes to show that Holy Spirit is not bound by place or time or space because he was clearly in Indonesia and you were here in 
Vancouver. Yes. And yet that was able to happen in present time with, you know, with how you were praying and how you were aligning yourself with a constitution. Mm-hmm. So with that, Pastor Tom, I know like you had mentioned it just previous to the story that, you know, being anxious or having those certain feelings or feelings of uncertainty, it's okay to feel because it is part of our, I guess, process and journey. But there is a way out and there is a process that you can go by. Because I feel like sometimes in Christendom, or at least from what I've experienced, it's like, I can't feel this way or I can't feel this way because it's not godly. But quite frankly, from just hearing you and when I was rereading Philippians, you can feel that way, but there's also a way out of it. Yes, It's not a state where you have to stay in or you have to wait in, but actually submit to God what you're feeling. Yes. And not just completely ignore it and devalidate mm. what you're feeling. Because I find that many Christians or a lot of people around in, in the community in our Christian world, they were brought up either to devalidate what they feel because it wasn't quote unquote godly and then somehow they couldn't navigate through it but now that you're talking about the kingdom and just how our constitution plays out it really kind of breaks it down where it's like my like light bulb went off (laughs) you know what i mean where it's like i can feel this way i don't have to say no i can't feel this way but validate it under the rulership of christ amen amen so that's why you know we always pray in the name of jesus Mm. Amen. So there are many, many, um, like, you know, many, many decrees from the king. Mm. Um, you got to read your Bible. As, as a Christian, you know, when you don't read your constitution, you don't know your rights. Yeah. And you are to represent Christ here on earth as it is in heaven. And imagine an ambassador. Um, I don't know, ambassador from from Switzerland yeah. in Canada, right? And he's he's nominated as an ambassador. He has uh, a place. He's moved into a place in Ottawa, and he's working from the embassy. And then he gets to meet our prime minister, right? And our prime minister says something about the constitution of Switzerland, and. He has no clue. Uh, it will be very awkward. Dun, 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 yeah. yeah, it will be, it will be a dun, dun, dun moment, <laughs> right? It will be a very awkward moment. And I think a lot of us uh, as Christians, mm. um, we need to be good students. We need to be the best student, mm. right? You need to be the best student of your constitution. You need to know the word of the Lord inside and out. So that in every situation, when you come to that situation, all you're doing is you're just claiming your rights and your privileges. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you see like uh, COVID or something, uh, you know, coming on in, in, in 219 and 220, and perhaps a little bit of 221, mm-hmm. uh, you know what to claim and how to pray. Yeah. Right? And, and so you, it's like almost... A prayer can be um, a flashlight, kind of like light, you know, yeah. kind of diffuse all over the place. Or it can be a laser light. You know, a prayer can be very accurate and laser-like if you know your constitution and Shab-shooting. you know how to go to the Lord and tell him and claim 
your rights and privileges. You have a question? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, for me, I do go through anxiety, right? Um, my question is, is usually it feels like an attack. What exactly happens in the spirit realm when I go through that anxiety? Mm. And sometimes you don't exactly have, you don't exactly know what it is that can be triggering that, but it mm. just, it just happens. Mm. So other than asking God to guide me through it, mm. you know, how, what really does happen when I'm going through that? Mm. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we talked about Adam and Adam, how he was anxious. And, and so right after he ate from the fruit yeah. um, of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, in the book of Proverbs, uh, we learn that, uh, you know, God taught us about wisdom in the book of Proverbs and Proverbs 1. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Okay. So wisdom is something very deep, right? So in order to, God is so orderly, it's beautiful. Like in his constitution, the Bible, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So when you go to Proverbs 2, when you fear the Lord, the Lord will allow you to have knowledge and understanding. Mm. Okay? So Adam, when he disobeyed God, that means you don't fear God anymore. You do things outside of the realm of God's care. Uh, we're talking about fear as in being, not being afraid, but fear as in, in reverence of God. Mm. And when he did that, he had the knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil, but he did not have the understanding anymore. Are you following me? Mm. Like when you fear the Lord, it's the beginning of wisdom. And Proverbs 2 says, he will allow you knowledge and understanding. There's a huge difference between having knowledge and having knowledge and understanding. So when um, you say all these feelings are going through your heart, is a lot of times it's because you don't have the understanding. <laughs> you have the knowledge, right? Oh, knowledge, COVID's all around me, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, and then the next thing is the reaction, which is anxiety, <laughs> right? You go through that, you go through that, and you learn that from the past, right? You learn that if, if, you know, maybe when you were a kid, there was something, a threat comes your way, and then you, you do certain things. <laughs> And then you get results because your parents are so anxious. Mm. You get it? So anxiousness begets anxiousness oh. and then and on all the way. And in, in the supernatural realm, we call it uh, generational sure. curse. So when they don't understand, a curse is not like, you know, people thinking hexing. Yeah. A, a curse is just basically you're just missing the mark. You're no longer connected to the Lord. Mm. Okay, that intimate relationship is broken. That's why right after Adam fell, the Lord told him, the earth is cursed. Mm. You get it? Oh. It's like, it's like, it's, you know, now you are supposed to subdue this place, but now it's cursed. That means it's disconnected. You cannot subdue it now unless you come back to him, right? <laughs> He's the only guy that can teach you how to subdue what he created. He created the earth. The earth, the Bible says, is God's footstool. 
He's got his foot on it. <laughs> it's like, okay, but we're thinking, okay, what do we do? So when we don't have understanding and we don't have knowledge, it's uncertainty. Mm, there's still a missing piece. Yeah, you don't understand it. Ah, so okay. now you're uncertain. So that's why I say the root of um, anxiousness is actually uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't have that, and that starts with fearing the Lord. Fearing the Lord is is going, you are God. You are the one that's leading me. You are Lord. By the way, Lord means ownership. right? You're Lord over me. So when you say, Lord, oh Lord, that when you declare that, you're actually saying, God, you have authority over me. <laughs> I am the I am the territory here, my body. You have authority over me, over my physical body, over my spirit, over my mind. And when you do that, the Bible, your constitution says, that's the beginning of wisdom. And in the next chapter, Proverbs 2 says, he will give you knowledge and understanding. Ah, uh-huh. so it's like, You have yeah. to have both. It's not just one or the other. You need to have, they synergistically kind of work together. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's such a good question, Nicole, because I feel like a lot of people do feel that and then they just don't know how to navigate through it per mm. se. I mean, mm. I think I've, I've been in the same boat, but I guess we're going to have to go on the next episode with this one okay. and have part two. So you guys should listen up and wait for our updates check out our instagram which is naturally supernatural and also we have some new projects coming up with pastor tom if you guys have not done so you guys can head on over to youtube and search up graceville tv that's g-r-a-c-e-v-i-l-l-e space tv and you'll actually be able to access his kingdom of god teaching series which kind of what our episodes have will be a part of so we'll see you guys next time bye bye, bye. <laughs>